This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, one of the real pleasures of hosting the awesome morning show is an opportunity to catch up with other ORFM program makers, of which there are many, bringing you a very diverse range of programs right through the day here. One of uh, the newest program makers to join us, Renisha Chand, who's got a wonderful youth zone show called Hear Us Say. We're going to catch up with Renisha, who joins us on the line now. Morning, great to have you with us, Renisha. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me along. It's a great pleasure to be able to speak. Renisha, here we are, back in Level 4. Tell us what your bubble looks like. Oh, my bubble is quite small. I've got two other um, beautiful flatmates. Um, it's actually ironic because this is the first time we've been in lockdown together. Um, so I don't know how that's going to look like, but so far everyone's so calm. Um, we got our things together. Good thing we did our shopping in the weekends because um, I'm really <laughs> unable to go to the market at the moment oh. because of how crazy it is down there. Well, Renisha, you're going to learn a lot about each other over the next three days or possibly more, so good luck with that. <laughs> um, Renisha... Just going to be stuck doing some assignments, to be honest. Indeed. Um, now, look... It's such an interesting opportunity to catch up with you, Renisha, because and we'll we'll talk about your 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 program and podcast at the moment. But let's talk a little bit about about you. You're talking um, about getting stuck into your assignments. What what is your area of study? Mm, oh, nice. Thank you. I wasn't expecting this this morning um, to talk about my degree, but I'm doing a bachelor of arts and doing a major in politics and also studying Pacific Island studies as well. And what took you down that path? Um, so I initially came to, you know, Dunedin, the old school kind of doing first year health science and then probably getting into a health professional pathway. But just down the line, you realize there's so much gaps in the education system, especially if you come from a, less, a lower decile school. Um, and then that sort of like made me passionate about how can I get in the system at a policy level, um, hopefully in the future, and implement those changes that may not exactly um, cover the gaps, but will help identify and probably provide support to our young people so they can eventually um, fill the gaps. So and that kind of makes sense. Um, trying to navigate my way around and also um, trying to see what the future leads me into policy and government. That probably gives us some insight into the way you've framed your program and podcast too. But that's not all you do. You are also a youth advocate with Shakti. Um, tell us about that work. Oh, great. Oh, there's the whole research done on me. Um, so I, yes, I am a youth advocate with Shakti. Um, and before this, I was uh, the intern when I just graduated from high school. And prior to that, I was the high school ambassador um, for the last five years. Um, so down the line, um, what basically my role is to see cl- uh, client work in case of like um, if we have any cases of forced marriage, of domestic violence down in Dunedin, I look after the young people. Um, I necessarily don't um, provide them any services, but we work together to see what services are um, suitable for them in terms of therapy, in terms of counseling or legal aid or housing, those kind of things. And on the advocacy side, my role is to do networking, build connections around the country um, to see how we can take these um, connections 
in the future to implement good changes. One example I give you is the forced marriage movement that happened um, where uh, women from ethnic community, young women, I must say, from ethnic community, um, were forced to get married, and this was on the basis of the parents having the authority of their kids under the age of 16 and to get them married. So the forced marriage movement came through, and then we changed the uh, marriage act um, from family consent to court judge consent, family court judge consent. So what that at, at least ensured was that our young people were in the capacity of getting married and not necessarily um, being forced. So yeah, that's a little bit of insight. Yeah. Uh, and for those who are not familiar with Shakti's work, it is uh, essentially a support um, for uh, w- women from ethnic backgrounds who may be fi- facing situations of uh, d- domestic violence and, and abuse, correct? Yes, that's, yeah, that's absolutely right. And essentially uh, filling, a, filling a kind of a gap. Uh, uh, I mean, obviously there are other services out there to support women and families in, in, in a similar kind of way, but, but mm. why do you think um, Shakti in particular is such an important presence here and now? I think majorly because we have a um, focus on um, certain backgrounds, just because most of our workers at um, Shasti come from these relative backgrounds and also our founders. So if I talk about Middle Eastern, African, Asian um, backgrounds are the ones that we at the moment currently deal with. Um, And that's one of the biggest reasons is because our founding members 25 years ago were women from this background and they knew what was happening in the community. And, you know, we're always about not speaking on behalf of another community that you don't represent. So that was the whole notation around making sure that our work is empowering, but at the same time not deflecting um, the values and beliefs of another. Um, so, yeah, that is one of the biggest reasons why we are ethnic-specific, especially in these um, ethnic communities, is because we know what's happening. We know what are the um, cultural barriers for these women, and then we only speak of these women. Um, so that's the reason why we specialize in ethnic women and also the notation around domestic violence. Um, we don't take care of family violence necessarily because that includes young children. We say domestic violence because you see a um, gender um that is quo towards women, and that is the reason um, why we call it domestic violence, because we see a higher number of domestic violence against women rather than um, any other gender. Yeah, so our organization is specific to women and young girls. Um, so, yeah, I think our work is kind of specific to migrants and refugees as well, um, again, to understand their cultural complexion that they bring with them, um, and also how how difficult they find it to adjust to the New Zealand system. I think it's something that we working in the organization and being migrant ourselves um, recognize. So you bring um, such an interesting perspective to this program that you're now creating and sharing with us here on ORFM. It's called Hear Us Say and it's on our Youth Zone every second Wednesday at four o'clock. Tell us about Hear Us Say. What is the thinking behind it? Mm, here I say, I think, you know, in the years of advocacy I've seen, um, a lot of the time tensions exist between um, groups of people or exist between two individuals and because they didn't necessarily get the right platform to sit down and have a kōrero about what the differences are. It's just assuming that the other person is not supportive of me or doesn't align with my values and beliefs and the tension has existed for a very long time. So my um, my show is 
to encourage to build a social cohesion. And I say that is because I encourage people to sit down and then have a chat in a very safe environment about what the differences are and how they can have those differences but at the same time um, live in a community without any um, bitter feelings, basically. So my... um, my podcast and my radio show is based on Aratai Ohi's um, Mosaic Card. So Aratai Ohi is the peak youth development body um, that is correlated with the Ministry of Youth Development. What they do is take care of other um, youth organizations and provide them with resources and all those kind of things. Um, so Aratai Ohi in the last youth week has developed Mosaic Cards and they um, they focus on personal, interpersonal and societal level of an individual's um, perspective and you can see that, you know, um, what are your personal values and beliefs on a personal level moving into how would that personal and the personal values and beliefs will be interpreted um, in a in a conversation between two people to how that same personal and uh, personal values and beliefs becomes like a stereotype um, on a societal level. So we unpack those um, different levels. And the funny thing or the interesting thing about my podcast is um, I don't give the questions out to the um, guests to, you know, answer these. It's always random because I give them the opportunity to choose a question that they would want to answer. And then we unpack those. So that's the whole um, idea. It's basically to create social, social cohesion and to bridge it at the same time by um, coexisting with people that you don't necessarily share the same values and beliefs with but are um, able to live with them in a peaceful environment. So what approach have you taken, Ranisha, to to choosing the guests to bring with you on to hear us say? I believe I like to have a diverse range of people who come on board and have a conversation with me. Um, and I think this is really important, not not just to um, keep, the, keep the podcast interesting and entertaining, but at the same time for my own personal growth. If I'm just going back in the um, same, you know, same ethnic background, then what I'm doing essentially is um, restricting my learning from other diverse backgrounds. Not saying there's di- not diversity within the same background, um, but the approach that I take basically is um, I try to reach out into different communities, um, be it of migrant and ethnic background, be it of Pacifica background, be it of the mainstream background. I'm more than happy um, to have a conversation if you want to. And at the same time, I open the floor for everyone and anyone to come have a chat. Um, because sometimes, you know, what, what we end up doing is inviting organizations that, yeah, we should be also having conversation with, but we leave um, very realistic individuals in the real world who are normal citizens. They're not necessarily doing anything um, um, particularly great, but also contribute to our economy, also contribute to our country by just being themselves, you know. And I really want to tap into those venues where people authentically just come in um as normal individuals of New Zealand and can have a conversation with me because what that shows is the realistic um, political standpoints we have, the, um, the knowledge that we have behind our social justice issues as well. So really interested in inviting everyone and anyone. This is not for all big organizations that I network with. This is not for just the big advocates that I work with. This is for literally for a human being that is keen to sit down and um, dig deep into their own values and beliefs 
and see what they can do in their capacity to either improve that or at least take something out of this conversation. And the approach that you take by by choosing the Mosaic card spontaneously, that kind of encourages a spontaneous response, Srinisha, but perhaps potentially truer truer to the the individual than it might be if they were considering that they should give uh, a more considered response. Yeah, yeah, and that's been really interesting to see, just honestly, just because um, when we when I started the Mosaic Cards um, as a as a resource for the podcast in the first episode, I was so nervous that what if people freak out? What if they have a mental breakdown? But what I realized is that you know a lot of people um, give answers that after the show they come up to me and say, I actually wouldn't have thought about this answer if it wasn't for doing it spontaneously. So now what that kind of shows me is, you know, when you give people the question, like pre-recorded or beforehand, what they end up doing is thinking about that question, forming an opinion that they think will best suit um, the audience. But when you give them spontaneously, they really dig deep into what's one thing they could relate to. And they don't necessarily have that amount of time um, you know, to to um, find an answer that may please others, but will please or like satisfy their niche. Such an interesting approach. It makes for a great listing, I can assure you. Hear us with Renisha Chand, which is fortnightly on Wednesdays here, 4 o'clock on ORFM's Youth Zone. Renisha, it's been wonderful to catch up with you, albeit briefly. Thanks so much for, for joining us today on this unusual Wednesday morning for many. Um, and good luck with this program and podcast and indeed with all the other work that you're doing. It's great to have you on board. Thank you so much for inviting me. The podcast episode um, should be out um, today, actually. So hopefully it's a listen worth the thing for everyone. Thank you for having me, Jeff. Wonderful. Look for Hear Us Say on ORFM's website, oar.org.nz and across all your favourite podcast platforms. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.